fucking PTO meetings. They drove me crazy. The parent-teacher organization of the Sweetwater School District was filled with elitist mothers who drove BMWs, took yoga, employed housekeepers, and weaseled their kids into programs for the academically gifted. The mothers were sweetly bitchy and obsessed with their children's progress, which made them pit vipers at the PTO meetings. I knew because I was one of them. In fact, I was the PTO president. I should be back by nine. I peered at myself in the hallway mirror and took a tube of lipstick from my Prada handbag. Take the casserole out of the oven in 15 minutes. My husband Richard grunted in assent. I slanted a glance at him. He was lounging in his recliner with a glass of scotch. At 45, he was still good looking. But over the years, whatever romantic connection we'd once shared had flatlined into a routine of dull tedium. Richard sat in that chair every evening after work, more interested in TV than in his wife. I applied lipstick and fluffed my shoulder-length blonde hair around my shoulders. It wasn't my fault, I thought, as I studied my reflection in the mirror. My daily workouts had given me a tight, firm body, and frequent trips to the beauty parlor and spa kept my hair soft and my skin supple. I looked damn good for a 40-year-old mother of two. Even after 17 years of marriage, my husband should notice that. Unfortunately, he didn't. Even worse, he'd been taking me for granted for too long now, just expecting that I'd keep the house in perfect condition, care for the children, and have a delicious dinner on the table when he got home from work. Which, of course, I did. And considering both my appearance and the exquisite way I ran the household, no dust anywhere, ever. You'd think my husband would want to have sex with me every now and then. He didn't. Our sex life had gone by the wayside after we'd had kids, and Richard had done nothing to try and revive it. Though I'd never been one of those women who needs sex. Just the opposite, in fact. This lengthy drought had intensified my erotic urges, and I'd even resorted to masturbation to take the edge off my sexual frustration. But my resentment toward my husband simmered incessantly. Midlife crisis, I thought irritably. His, not mine. The children are downstairs watching cartoons, I told Richard as I smoothed my gray pencil skirt and slipped into the matching short jacket. They've done their homework and music practice. There are some gluten-free organic cookies in the cupboard for dessert. He didn't respond. With a sigh, I left the house and drove my Mercedes to downtown's Main Street. Our affluent California town, home to computer companies and investment firms, was known for the exclusivity of its shops and boutiques. Unlike bustling San Francisco an hour north, Sweetwater prided itself on understated but expensive elegance. I went into the high-end sweet shop bakery, which always supplied the treats for various school functions. My blood rushed at the scent of all the forbidden things I never allowed myself. Sugar, chocolate, butter, and flaky carbohydrate-laden pastries. I inhaled, filling my lungs with the delicious scents while covetously eyeing the glossy chocolate truffles and eclairs, 
the jam-filled tarts and the layer cakes, decorated with swirls of thick, rich cream. Hello, Mrs. Collins. The owner's wife came out of the kitchen carrying several white boxes filled with cookies. Here you go. Well, we're trying out a new sugar cookie recipe, so let me know what you think. Though I had no intention of trying the sugar cookies, I promised her I would. I put the boxes in the trunk of my car and drove to Sweetwater Elementary School. The PTO meetings were held in the multi-purpose room, with folding chairs lined up in rows and a smart board set up for presentations. A few mothers were milling around when I arrived, all of them holding cups of coffee in their perfectly manicured hands. We greeted each other with fake smiles before I began arranging the cookies on a long table.